Welcome back to the Travcess Podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Aaron. We are healthcare travelers and the creators of Travcess. Travcess provides on-the-clock, off-the-clock resources for healthcare travelers. On-the-clock being Traveler School and this podcast. Off-the-clock being Travcess Adventures, where we plan, host, and lead amazing adventure trips internationally with like-minded healthcare travelers where we can just get together, go out on an adventure, and have an epic experience together. Okay, so, God. This feels weird to, I feel like we, because we recorded four podcasts around, like, or eight. Yeah, it was four. Right before we hosted the first trip in Bali, and which is crazy. We did it from our hotel room in Canggu, and then we hosted both both trips, and now we've been home for a week. Our life is basically absolutely insane right now and so chaotic, and we haven't recorded an episode. So it just almost, now we're like sitting on our couch in Florida recording this episode, and I don't know. It just feels freaking weird. It does feel weird. And like so Kim said, we're, we're sitting on the couch. We usually sit in another room up in our office and, and do our podcast. So this feels strange. Like it's pouring down rain. It's one of those like completely rainy, mm. gray out, tornado warning days in Florida. So it, yeah, it's just, I, I think understanding that how chaotic our life is. Well, I think it's just where we're, so much has happened. And so I think yeah. that where there's so much to catch up on there's so many moving parts you know this podcast has always been really about the life of us as travelers and all the nuances all the things that come with that we've shared so much so many different parts about our life but it all pertains to us being travelers and a travel couple and so this episode is very much about our life as travelers and how quick things go and just so much has changed since that last episode was was recorded in Chengu. And so we're basically just going to get into all of it and update on all the things. And well, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's such a, there's so much to talk about and we are currently still going through it. There, there's literally been like maybe one or two like diff, definite changes that we know we're moving forward to the rest of it is still up in the air still crazy and so i could see this being a three episode series until we actually get settled there's no like happy ending it's still like a work in progress so we'll take you guys through the journey with us as we kind of navigate this new pivot in our life and also, I think we had released an episode, which we were so excited about, of, of really kind of digging in and doing a series on sharing our story. And while that could be really fun and interesting, I think we're going to put a pause in that for right now to kind of share this aspect of our life and, and focus on that. And like, we'll circle back to yeah, that, I think. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah, I can't think of anything else but what's going on right now, just because it's so, there's so much. Yeah. And so, yeah. Okay, so let's just get into it. So I think first, like, following up with we, uh, the last podcast we recorded was before the Bali trip. The second one, yeah. Oh, no. It was before the second because we batched four and four. Yeah, you're right. We did do a, a debrief of that. Okay. We did the debrief of the first group. Yeah. So I think... Again, you know, the second group was absolutely amazing and... Restored my love for Bali. Thank you, second group. And and we're about to go do two more groups in January, which we're excited about. And the trip itself, everything, Bali was amazing. It was so cool to share with, you know, the, our Travcess community. And, and so there was so much good in that trip. It was so much fun. We did so much. I think we really highlighted Bali well and showed all the different sides of Bali and met a lot of cool people. I think that's one thing I love about these trips is like we meet so many mm-hmm. cool people that genuine like you genuinely really like and you're like, damn, I wish we lived in the same city. Like I wish you were my neighbor and we could really build on this friendship because as travelers, we live all over the place. So mm-hmm. it's like you see each other, you know, in Bali and then you're like, okay, maybe Maybe I'll... at Travcon. Yeah, so that that's kind of crazy. 
But I think, you know, a lot always comes up for us on all of our trips, uh, personally, professionally, like uh, in our relationship, just it always brings a lot to the surface of things for us to process, to reflect on, which I love because I always feel like everything is always a classroom and we always learn so much from every experience in our life. And these trips just happen to be this thing in our life that is teaching us and showing us so much of who we want to be, what kind of relationship do we want to have, what kind of business do we want to run. And so a lot came up for us. Well, in, I mean, if you, if, you put, if you put the time into it and you want to improve, I feel like these trips for us are literally an advanced course in life. I mean, it is insane to where now that we've done, this will be our eighth eighth trip, right? Yeah. yeah. Eight, eight trips that we've done. Every single time we come home from a trip, there is some huge breakthrough, whether it be life direction, um, what our plans are, relationships, um, how we go about just our mentality in life. Um, there's just so much. And so it's almost like we have to start booking a week and a half post-trip to just allow these things to play out because it's a pattern now it's every single time yeah we're like oh we'll give ourselves like a day and then we have like shit to do and yeah. and like we always do that and then we always feel even cr like more chaotic because we haven't just given ourselves space to like decompress reflect and really work through all the things that have come up and so i think one thing that really came up from the Bali trip is that we realized while we love planning and hosting and leading these trips, I mean, the planning, the organizing, the researching, that is my favorite thing in the world to do. I also love being on the ground. I love meeting the people. It's fun. But we've said this before, but this, it just became so clear that the, the life stage that we're in, the chapter of life that we're in, in order to sustain these trips and the growth that we're having and like the trips that we want to plan and add to the itinerary for the years, we have to have help because the trips are all consuming. They're uh -huh. a lot of energy and we just can't keep up with it. Like we have to have another team that is helping us run the trips. Cause if like we just did one trip in January and then, you know, our two other people came in and ran the second one, that would have been absolute dream. Totally. The two back to back, it just, it, it's just a lot. No, it is. And I think for me too, it, it feels like Christmas morning every single time we run a trip for me. Because like seeing the expression on people's faces of things that we plan that we know are going to like knock people's socks off and like it's always going to touch on food and culture and people and like adventure and like really getting off the beaten path and like to see people's reactions of the trip and, and the experiences that we're having. I, I don't want to miss. I don't want to miss that ever. Yeah. But I did realize like like you said, coming home every night, you're exhausted, you, you're going to bed, but you still want to like do the other things that we love to do. And like, it's all consuming and it just becomes about the trip and the people and, you know, the next day and prepping and, and getting everything organized. And so, yeah, like we were like, everything else takes a major backseat when we're on these trips, which is great. Would you want to say something? Yeah, Go ahead. Uh, because it's not just about that. Like, it's not about just, oh, the other things take the back seat. I think it was a big revelation of, you know, wh where we're at in our life and like wanting some more stability. Totally. And wanting to be a bit more grounded. And again, we're not, you know, 25 running all over the world all the time. Like we're older, like we eventually want to have, you know, a family and, and a house and like things like that like grown, grown people, which is something we never really thought about or never cared about really, or, you know, at all. And it's just been recently, but it's like, I don't, I, I don't want to be running around all over the world all the time. And I think that was kind of my big takeaway of like, oh, wow, I'm really wanting a little bit more stability. And I, and I want to still run the trips because it's one of my favorite things to do. Like you said, like if we weren't on a trip, I would have total FOMO because I love it and I love connecting with the people. But I just know it's not 
sustainable at this stage in our life to do, you know, 10 trips a year and just be go, go, go crazy running around. It's just not sustainable. Like if we want to continue to do as many trips as we know, like we want to do, we have to have some help. Totally. And I think, do you, do you think in your opinion, because obviously Bali was the, the trip that really pushed us over the edge with that. But I also think Bali was the first time that you and I had a plan going into 2024 that was basically let's get rid of the house let's live nomadic for this time and just book as many trips as we can because we have all these places we want to go and knowing that in your head and then living through bali did that do you think that shifted do you think that was the push because usually it's like yeah it's it's tiring to go to peru but then or patagonia and then we come home and we're usually just like settled in but we've ramped this up because of all the cool places that we want to go and the people that are interested in going. And so I think knowing that in the back of my mind of like feeling how I was feeling in Bali and then knowing that we were setting ourselves up for 2024 to like just do trip almost every month until September. <laughs> yeah, I, that's exactly it. Of like being, when we were done with Bali, I was like, the last thing I want to do is go be nomadic somewhere or go like i don't want to go explore vietnam right now i don't want to go to bangkok like i'm freaking exhausted like i don't want to be honked at by scooters like you right. know it's like you kind of get like while we were because we were in bali for like seven weeks or something and i love bali but it's like i was so ready to just come home to <laughs> You were yelling at the scooter guys. Yeah, because by the end, I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like, get away from me. Like, you know, like your patience just like where? And we were, and we ended in Seminyak, which is like the busiest part of Bali and my least, least favorite part of Bali for those reasons. Like, you feel like you're constantly being like, do you want to ride? Do you want, it's like, no, leave me alone. And all I wanted to do was come home to my quiet and my sanctuary and I was so grateful that we got to come back home and we had a place to return to. And so the thought of being nomadic for the next uh, year and how I felt then of like, now we have to pack up. Now, where are we going? Now, where are we going to eat? Where are we going to work from? Where are we going to live? All the decisions that come with living a nomadic lifestyle. It was just like, this ain't it for me. This ain't it for me. This isn't where I'm at right now. And but I think it, that was real clear. But isn't that funny though? Like what our perception of nomadic is because I think you and I have been travelers for 11 years and for us, we're actually going about it from, you know, doing contracts and things like that. So those are still unknown. So we could have to pack up because the one thing that we did realize is like in January, we're not renewing our lease here in Florida. Yeah, which we're going to get to. We're going to get to, but it was just funny because technically you're still somewhat nomadic Oh, yeah, that's yeah, because it's I feel like it's with being a traveler, you're nomadic, but you're you have stability in where you are. Right. Because you take a contract, you're there at least three months, you get into a routine, you have your grocery store, you have your gym, you have your work routine, all the thing like you get into a routine, even though you don't always know exactly where you're going, where being nomadic in the world there isn't a lot of routine and yes, I'm sure you could hundred percent could make that routine. That's yes. But I think it's the, okay, well, where are we going? Where are we eating? Every day there's just more choices to make instead of just being in routine. And I think that's what I crave a lot is especially at like this stage of my life. Like I love the traveling and the adventures and the kind of just like going. I, I love that. It's like a part of my soul and it will always be. But I'm also craving some more stability and grounding in my life that we are traveling and we are hosting trips and we are, you know, out in the world, but in a gentler way than thinking of being on the road, nomadic, nonstop, like running trips and then just living wherever we're living in between without any sort of like quiet sanctuary to come back to that to me felt like woof i don't i don't know if that's what i want to do anymore yeah no I, I get that and i think that was it was interesting i think like we're getting at in my opinion out of all the trips we've done bali was just everything was so clear in 
kind of how we want to live our lives moving forward. And I don't know what that was, a collection of all the trips, a collection of the plan that we had originally had, the all the little things that happened during that trip that led us to like where the decision we're at now. So it's like, it's just crazy because Bali will be that trip that I look at and I'm like, wow, we made a lot of life changes post yeah. that trip. Well, and I also think that we, it's like crazy to think back and look at like what we've released, but we released a podcast about going to Atlanta and packing up <laughs> Florida, which is so crazy because that's so far from where we're going now. Like, and it's again, we are sharing our life in real time as we're going through it. And like, we're like, okay, cool. Like we're going to come back after Bali. We're going to pack up. We're going to go to Atlanta, take a contract, make some really good money. That seemed like a great option. And then, um, it, I guess we got like, then just it, that kept coming up is it didn't feel right because we were thinking, okay, Aaron will take a con. We have this, these three months, right? We want to make some really good money and contracts allow us to do that, which is so amazing. And so we thought, okay, well, this seems like a great fit because we can stay at Aaron's uncle's house and something will pop up for me. Let's go. But then while we were in Bali running the trips, like it just wasn't settling in you know when you make a decision and it starts to just settle in and you get in you're like okay cool this is this feels good we'll figure it out when we get home and that never really happened it always just felt like it it wasn't right no and, and it felt a lot stronger for me and then obviously like the nuances of like getting out we have to break our lease and like going back and forth with our landlords and then they got lawyers involved and it was just like this whole thing that on top of everything, like, I think that was a really good point that you made. Like, once you make a decision, you settle into it. And it just kind of like, yeah, there's this, there's that, there's this we have to do. Like, this could be interesting. This is unknown. But you settle into it because you know we're pushing forward and it feels right. And it feels right to push forward. And things tend to, we've always said in our lives of any anything we've ever done, it's this or something better. And like, it also just kind of, when it's right, it's easy. And like things just flow. Mm -hmm. And once we made that decision, which I felt like was a brash decision to jump into Emory, I kind of, you know, they reached out to me. It wasn't like a company reached out. It was like a, you know, the actual manager reached out and it was just like, oh, we can make this work. We live with my uncle and blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, this sounds great. Like, okay, let's go to Bali. And it was like, ever since we decided to do that, and then reaching out to our landlord and then like hearing all that stuff, it just started making me feel sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker in my stomach when I was saying I was having that gut feeling of just like, this is not right. Like there's so many aspects of this that are not right and do not align with our lifestyle that we currently want to live along with everything else we want to do. Yeah. I mean, right. We always go off of our guts. We, we always talk about that as like listening to your gut, because even if it kind of makes sense on paper, which Atlanta did make sense on paper because we could move in with Aaron's uncle and Aaron's already been to Emory and you know, they were willing to work with the time frame that we had available because we're leaving for Bali again in January and it, it kind of made sense on paper. So we're like, yeah, let's do it. But then as it simmers, it's like, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right. And so we've just learned to listen to that over the years. And so we didn't really know exactly what that would mean or what our next steps would be, but we decided to pull the plug and Aaron hadn't signed anything yet. The contract, it was just kind of a verbal thing with, uh, his manager. And so that was a tough decision to make as well because we were backing out on something that we said we were going to do, but luckily, and we don't recommend that people do that because it can be, no. it's not something that you should make a practice, but there are times that you do have to, to listen to that, to your gut and, and make a decision that's best for you. And that was one of these decisions. And Aaron has a good rapport with Emery, with the manager and with our recruiter. And that's not a practice that we have done for the last 11 years as travelers. And so all is well, and it worked out, but that was a decision. That was a tough decision to make. Mm -hmm. But then once we made it, it was like done. Yeah, it felt really good. And I think, again, it was really nice having a group of healthcare travelers on this trip because I was able to kind of like run through scenarios and get their opinions as well. And so it was just like, 
I had enough like way of playing that out to like see if it was going to work or not and it was all verifying exactly what I was feeling and so then it was just like like Kim said very tough decision and again you know just to reiterate it was like we never would want to back out of even a verbal contract because they're relying on you to come and so they are no longer you know interviewing travelers and they're not pushing forward with that and then they have to start that whole process again which I don't really like it it stinks but then again you know Kim and I didn't do it for vindictive reasons we did yeah. it because it just didn't work for our yeah. lives it wasn't like oh somebody else is paying me more so I'm out like yeah exactly right I 100% um yeah so I think going back to you know this big conversation that we had in Bali so we had made the decision okay we're not going to go to Emory we weren't really sure what that meant or what we were going to do. We're like, okay, cool. Like we'll just go home then for those three months. Well, uh, we want to revamp and relaunch traveler school. We have so many ideas and plans for that. We're going to launch Patagonia. We're going to launch Peru and all the other things. We're going to go to Costa Rica and do a um, anniversary and research. So we're like, okay, I guess that's like what we're going to do. And then, oh, and that was the other thing too with the Emory is that, when we really waited out, it seemed like there was so, so much hoopla that again, we'd have to land. We would have to pack up our house and be out of this house within a week because of like the lease terms and all this stuff. And, and then drive up to Atlanta, which was fine put everything in storage, drive up to Atlanta, start, you start this crazy job. That's like two hours of driving every day. There's call like, because we'd be living with his uncle. And so we're like, after all the hoopla. Well, and you didn't land a contract and nothing came through for me. So I was like, well, damn, like, are we, is this really even worth it? Because it seems like, yeah, it sounded great in theory, but when we really work out all the details is going through all of this chaos and craziness really worth what the impact it's going to have on you because it's going to be crazy long days. Emory is a crazy facility just as it is. So it's like when we waited all out, we're like, I don't really know if that's worth it. So we decided to say no to Emory that worked itself out. And then having this big conversation post Bali and just getting even more clear about, well, what do we actually want? Like, where are we in our life? Right. And we are Aaron's 41. I'm 37. You know, again, we've been traveling for 11 years and like figuring things out along the way. We've tried a lot of things. We've been nomadic. We've lived in other countries. Like we've lived this incredible 11 years and it's been fun and, and it's just been this incredible adventure. But like where we are now, like, okay, well, what, what do we actually want? Where are we? And realizing that we did want more stability. We've talked about this before but we've ne- we just haven't been ready yet, but we know that we do want to have a home. We do want to move to Colorado. We do want to have a family. We do want to continue to grow Travzess, but also have some help around it so that we can have a little bit more stability so we're not always crazy running around all the time. And so we got really clear, we wanna have future investments and we want to set ourselves because for the last 11 years we haven't always focused on our future right and and like building for our future with investments with a house with you know just really laying the groundwork for our future later in life it's always our focus has always been the here and the now and like you know wanting to build a business that we can run from anywhere that's making a big impact like things that we love to do having travel adventures, having experiences, living abroad. Those are things that we always focused on because that was the journey we were on at the time and it was so amazing. But realizing that our priorities really have changed and what we've been doing the last 11 years isn't necessarily what we wanna focus on moving forward. And so it was having that realization that okay, like if we really want to be able to buy a home and do all the things that we want to do from a financial standpoint, why, while, and hire a team and all this other stuff while building Travis Adventures and all the other things, then us really for the next year, putting our heads down, picking up some contracts in between trips and doing things like that, we'll be able to reach the goals that we 
that feel very, very important and heightened at this point in our life that have taken a back seat for the last few years. No, and I think that's the beauty of healthcare traveling too, right? Is like we were, we had an amazing blessing, right? It's one of those things that we started launching Travis's trips that took off and literally was an avalanche of just, holy shit, like this is blowing up, right? It is growing faster than we thought it would. It would be like, oh, let's do a trip here. Let's do a contract. Oh, let's do a trip here. Let's do a contract. It's fun. But then like, as we went on these trips, more requests for more places came. And then those places aligned with like what we wanted to do. And it was just like this excitement of like, holy shit, dude, this is awesome. And what a dream come true. And it still is. But it happened so fast that I don't think you and I came up for air to actually look at the big picture. It was almost the excitement of holy shit, we launched something that we that we love, that we would want to do, that fits the impact that we want to have. It fits like the Travis's adventures and everything about that and the healthcare travel community. Oh my God, it's amazing. Let's go. And you and I tend to do that. Once we put our heads down, there's no stopping us. We're just like hardcore busting through, making it happen. And I think Bali allowed that to slow down and be like, whoa, like, if this is going to continue, it can't continue in this way for what we want in life because then one year, two year, three years goes by and we haven't picked our heads up to look at like what's going on and now we're living in this life of just like, wow, like we don't have a home. I am 41, like we do want a family. And so I feel really blessed that you and I have the um, communication and the, the mindset to look up and say, hey, where are we going? What does this look like? And do we need to change it now? Mm-hmm. And I think like that's the beauty of healthcare traveling is we were able to put our heads down from you know Jan- end of January all the way through now to be like, let's figure this out and then come up for air and say, wait, we're switching everything up. Let's do some contracts. Let's pump everything into this like moving forward for our lives. And we can do that so much faster by getting contracts and still can run our business like that's such a beautiful thing to have it's a resource to have yeah i mean again we talk about that all the time of just like the the gratitude we have for being travelers and that we've pivoted if you've been listening to this podcast for however long or following us like you know we are all about pivoting all the time because i think priorities change, life changes, interests change. Like you try something and maybe you want to do something else or, you know, there's so many different opportunities to, to change and to switch things up and to pivot in life. And we've had so many moments of that along the way. And what I love is that contracts have always been there to help us get to wherever we wanted to go, whatever realization that we've had faster, whether a financial goal or this now being like, okay, if we take, we pick up some contracts in between the trips and really put our heads down, like we would have enough to like get a house by the end of the year or whatever, you know what I mean? Just whatever it is. And we've talked about this before, but like nothing has been strong enough to be like, let's take action. And now we want to pivot again and, and we can because we have that support to be able to make these kinds of decisions. And I think coming to Florida was something that we really had to do. And we're officially closing this Florida chapter of our life and we never would have known to close this chapter had we not given it a try. And we came to Florida, you know, because our families are here and we thought, well, you know, maybe, maybe we could see ourselves living here. And maybe, maybe one day, like if we do have a family, it would be nice to be around family or yeah, if we have a family, it'd be nice to be around our family. And could we make this work? And could we do PRN in between? And like, that seems awesome. Like, so let's, let's give this a try and see if it could work. And so we did, and we uprooted our whole life and we pivoted. We stopped taking contracts. We moved to Florida. We got a lease. We did some PRN and we're surrounded by family and we got a real sense of what that could be like and what that felt like and we realized that this just isn't for us the prn's not for us the living in floor because again why would we work prn with kind of the stress of when do they need you when do they not can you work this can you work that last minute things when our life is already kind of all over the place 
why would we do that when again we could just pick up a couple contracts and make so much money because the money here is shit in florida so why would we do that and then just realizing that we do not want to live in florida love family but that's such a small part of life we don't even see each other that much because we all have our own stuff going on so it's like why would we live in a place that we truly realize is not for us and does not serve us and the lifestyle we want to live and what we enjoy for 10% of your time, you get to see family. Like, I wouldn't even say 10. <laughs> yeah, we, we like don't see them very much. Right. No, totally. And I, and I think obviously having Mimi and knowing that we go for a long time, we don't just go for a two-week vacation and, you know, we or a weekend or whatever we're usually gone seven weeks eight weeks like whatever it is so like having family to watch her was a big push of knowing that she's comfortable she loves it there and we can go and then come back and it's like this soft landing ground but like we just realized i would rather me personally i would rather build a community around all of that in a place that i want to live and that i love rather than just settling for that well right and i think you know, in Bali, there, and we always say this like, you never know until you go. And then in Bali, they had uh, never try, never know, like everywhere, which I thought was cool. And like, people are going to get that tattooed. And I was like, oh, I, I love that saying because it's so true is that, you know, this life is all about trying things and seeing what works, seeing what doesn't. But you never know until you just give something a try and see how it feels. And that's always how we lived our life. And that's why we pivot so much or we, you know, take a contract and then decide that we're going to, you know, move to Bali for, you know, whatever. We're going to travel for a year. Or we're going to come back or we're going to take PRN. Like, you know, things always feel all over the place because we're always trying things and we're always seeing what do we want? What feels good? And there's not a lot of question marks in our life because I feel like we just try everything. And this is such an example of that if we gave florida a real go that i feel like we can close this chapter and i don't have any regrets or questions about could we make it work should we go back should we give it a try if we want to have a family might be might, might be nice might be cool you know what would it be like to live in florida and like you know have stability and be working for ourselves that's different like we had all of these questions that we got to come back and work through and then really leave here with closure of this just isn't for us and that's okay but we gave it a go now that's a really good point and i think the way you worded that i'm sure you and i have had that conversation privately but like the way you worded that i don't know it just stuck because at times you can feel like from a personal standpoint, why are we always pivoting? Do we just make bad decisions? Like, do, you know, it's like, God, like, why couldn't we have seen this hindsight moment now that we see, like, why did we put all these resources into this and not this? And like, we could have been focused on this and not this, but like, you're right. There is zero questions. And I think when things come up in life as they do, we have so many examples, feelings, experiences, understanding, we've worked it all out to where it's like, no, like move on. What's next? Like we know where we stand with things. And I think you're right. Like you never know until you go or you never know until you try, like whatever it is, whatever you want to use, whatever sticks. But like, that's so true. Like I know that no matter how weird things get in the future, if you're ever coming to me and you're just like, I want to move to Florida because I think it'll work. And I, we have talking points of like, well, <laughs> Where's that coming from? And we've already done that. And this is what happened. Like, what do you think about that? Okay, cool. Well, then how do we make that work with where we are now? And I think that's the beauty. And I have never felt more strongly about moving to Colorado. And again, that is still a never know until you go thing, right? We've never lived there for a long period of time. We've only visited. We've only talked to hundreds of people that have lived there. And they say the same thing. Like, it's just beautiful. It's amazing. It's awesome. Um, it's a lifestyle state, blah, 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 which is everything we want, but we don't know. So we do got to go do that. I mean, you are somebody that always said you want to live in New York City for, th for three months, right? Like mm. those are things that we have to check off. But I do think that now with the alignment that we are doing, we're more capable of being able to do that with the flow that we're building into our lives currently, maybe a little later in life, but like we're building it. Yeah. And that's, Right. And I think, you know, that's when I was talking to my mom and my sister about us like leaving Florida, right? Because like 
you know, even though we know this isn't for us, it's still it's still hard. And um, of course, there's always the hope from our families that maybe this will be the time that we stay because we've tried to come back before. And, and every time it just doesn't feel right. But just telling them, you know, like with the Colorado thing, we this has been on our hearts for years and years and years, but we've never we've never tried. We've never given it a go so if we if we go to colorado we realize hey maybe this isn't for us that's okay too Mm -hmm. but we're always going to be thinking about it for until we just go and we could get there and love it and make that our home for the rest of our lives or we could be like this isn't as great as we thought and and we're going to move on but we at least have to give it an effort and of course they both were like i totally get that i understand that you have to give it a try and that just means that you know florida is out and but I feel really clear about that and I feel really good about that. I'm grateful for this opportunity that we've had to live here and the house that we've had has been such a like cozy sanctuary for us. And so I'm grateful that we've had this experience mm-hmm. and now it's like, it's time to move on to the next. And like you said, we're, it's, you know, we're later in life and that's crazy to say because you know, again, if we were just 25 years old, be like, yeah, let's just run around the world and let's lead all these trips and let's just fucking go and see where it leads us and we'll be nomadic in between. That is how we used to live and what we thought was cool. And we've been nomadic many times in our life abroad. And we were like, this is amazing. And then we'd end up coming home because we wanted stability and we kind of go (laughs) back and forth. That's always been a through line with us. We always have tried the nomadic thing and we've lived abroad several times or have traveled long term several times and while we love it we've always come back to like but we miss the routine but we miss some stability we've always been a good we miss american routine again it's one of those things like routine at our in a home in our in our home and with the foods we love with the grocery stores we love with the gyms that we love with the you know it's it's that it's normalcy normalcy for what we know because you can find routine in other countries but it looks way different and like the the amount of effort that goes into it is not the effort that we want to put in to live a normal routine life exactly like we put a lot of effort into a lot of other things the last thing i like putting effort into is like my routine. I just want to have it set up to where I know what it is every single day and I can rely on it. Yeah. And even though our routine changes all the time as travelers, but we still click into it once we get to where we're going. It's still the same basis. It's still the same thing. It's just a different location. Mm -hmm. And so what was I going to say? I think so. Yeah. So now just kind of figuring out that, okay, oh, we're later in life. That was kind of my point is that So our priorities have shifted and our goals and what we want. And so we're so excited to continue to build Travis Adventures and where that can go and what that can look like. And Traveler School, again, we're completely revamping that and we're so excited for the ideas that we have to bring to life for that. And there's just so much that we're excited about and but also really focusing on taking contracts in between all the other things, really saving our money, getting ourselves into a place that we are building a future for ourselves, a real solid future that we can make the decisions to move to Colorado or invest in a property somewhere and fix it up and whatever. Like we just are building a solid future and we can do that with traveling. Totally. And I, and I will say, too, that, um, oh, crap, no, I just forgot. Oh, before I get into where we're heading and, like, where all that kind of, oh, my God, I just totally, oh, man, it was so good. It happens. It will come back. But I think, like, do you want to just no, think go for ahead. a second? Yeah, okay. you go. Yeah. Um, that, so the decision that we came up with was that, okay, we both want to take a contract because... While when we're both working in a contract, it can be challenging to run Travses and all the things that come with that because we're both just like so focused on, you know, work. It's still doable. It's just not, it's not, it just requires a lot more energy from us. But when it's temporary, we can totally like figure it out. But that's the way that we make the most money, obviously, when both of us can land something. So we went into it of like, okay. We have X amount of weeks. Again, we're on this limited time. We want uh, to both take a contract until we can go to, uh, what's it called? Bali. Uh, Bali in January. 
And then we would love to, so we want to space our trips out a little bit more so that we have time to take a contract in between for next year so that the thought would be that we could come home and then both of us take another contract. And if we can do that a couple of times, then we'll be able to really get ourselves in that financial position that we're wanting. So that was kind of the thought coming home and getting into it. Yeah, no, I remembered what I was going to say. So I was just seeing if you were... No, go ahead. But no, I just think, again, sticking with us here because of the fact that we're bouncing around. But the last thing I wanted to say before we got into where we're headed was just, again, reiterating the grind that we've been on for the last 10 years to build a business that we run from anywhere, like we said, something that we love. You can build many businesses, in my opinion, just personally, but just like there's millions of ideas that you could like go, but like does it fit the life that you want to live down the road? And I think like you and I have been grinding away and grinding away and grinding away at like figuring out what that is and making things work and, and, and really seeing how we'd want to live our lives with what we're doing. And I think with Travis says adventures and the way that that took off, it, it allowed for that. And we got so excited that we just went head down, like I had talked about, but now it's like what you just said about, you know, rebuilding traveler school, actually bringing on a team, actually like making this long term right in the way that we want to do things and there's so many other ideas within that there's no way that we as two people can do that living and and running trips every month out of the year which is again why i'm so excited to have healthcare traveling because of the freedom that it allows to be able to work a contract go run a trip come back maybe you extend maybe you don't but then you find another contract and you go here and you work for three months and that three months allows us to be stable in a location to then build and grow on the other stuff so it like there's nothing i've ever seen in life with what people do as healthcare traveling that allows for growth and rewriting your own personal life Mm-hmm. And tra- healthcare traveling, there's just nothing like it out there that allows for that freedom, the money, the stability in short burst time to then take off as much time as you want to do what it is that you want to do for your life moving forward. Yeah. And so I'm just very blessed that we have it. And that was the lead into like. Yeah. No, 100%. I think it's perfectly said. Um, I couldn't agree more. And, and so that led into the decision of both of us wanting to take a contract. And, you know, honestly, it can be tough to take contracts together as couples. We have, so we've been able to do that when we've wanted to every time, but it's tough when you're on a time restraint because right now it's October. We leave on in January, early January to go back to Bali. So when you're on a time restraint, it can be tricky because usually what happens is one of us takes a contract in a place that there's there's jobs for the other person, but maybe they haven't locked it in yet, but there's potential with the hope that the other one is gonna get a job. And in our experience, that's always happened. It's always worked out, but it hasn't always been the exact timing, right? One person might work for a month before the other one even gets a job, but that's been okay because we've been able to make that work. This was a little bit trickier because we only have X amount of weeks before we leave again. And so, you know, it, and, and honestly, the, the chances of being a couple, and again, we're not both nurses or both PTs. We are, I are an ultrasound. And so the, the odds of one hospital needing both positions that we both get an interview and we both get uh, a, an offer the same day where we can then make the decision is is not is not normal that's not a normal that's happened before to us but like that's not like a normal occurrence it's happened once yeah that happened in chico and that was or, 11 or years it's happened once yeah so that isn't the normal and so you do have to navigate and make decisions because we were both like okay it's not really worth it to break our lease and all the things if only one of us is working like we both want to work but then navigating how that's going to work because you know, working with our recruiters, they're like, okay, there's a job here and a job here and a job here and a job here. And you, you're trying to put put the pieces together to hopefully 
both of you get an interview and both of you get an offer, but there's no guarantee. So you have to look at it objectively of like, well, what's the best way to go about this? And everything's moving so fast and it can be challenging. Well, just to even get to the story, like the real deal story of it, like we literally found a um, IR and ultrasound contract in Fredericksburg, Virginia. They needed an IR tech at the hospital and a outpatient center Ugh, dreams for Kim, right? And so we're putting in for it. We're expressing interest. It's this whole thing. And Kim gets a call. So we're going through. And, and again, it's also one of these points that you'll see throughout this story that I'm telling why you need multiple companies. Because if we were just working with one company, we had exhausted all those options. But then we went to our other company and they had multiple options. And then there was like, so when you're branching out, you're getting a wider spectrum of, of what's available, especially if you're trying to be as picky as we were with the time frame that we were with the fact that we wanted both of us to work. And so allowing to work with, you know, two to three companies allows that to happen. And so Basically, as a mistake, I went on my app and Kim was trying to help me on like showing me how I put I'm interested and she hit the wrong contract, right? Which we weren't even looking at. So Kim gets a call from Fredericksburg, Virginia. And this was literally a day after we just decided, okay, like let's pursue this or whatever. So she hits the wrong button um, for an IR job. And then I'm like, oh, like, how do you get rid of that? And like, you can't. And so it's like, whatever. So then I hit the Fredericksburg one. And so I was like, okay, cool. I'm interested in both. Kim gets on the phone. She's currently having an interview with Fredericksburg, Virginia. I get a call that I see on my caller ID. It said Virginia, but I didn't look. And so I just assumed because of everything that it was Fredericksburg as well. They're calling Kim, they're calling me. So I hop on the phone come to find out it was the contract that Kim accidentally hit interested in in West Virginia. So I spent the first five minutes on the phone. I'm surprised that this went as good as it did because I'm like, wait, West Virginia? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, not Virginia? It's like, that's not your caller ID on your cell phone. Like it was like this whole thing. I was trying to like wrap my mind around what was going on. And as when I was interviewing, I literally almost just said, well, I hate to interrupt you and waste your time, but I'm not coming. Like I just, but then something in my gut said, why don't you play out this interview and see where it goes, right? You can always say like, my wife's taking a contract, blah, blah, blah. So I played out the interview and do you want me to get into that or just keep going or do you want to come in or? Yeah. So anyway, I take the interview. It is magic. Like I would have been an idiot to turn this down from an IR point of view. Like the bill rate was amazing. It's West Virginia. We've never been there. Um, there was contracts around the area. And when I was on the interview, my IR person that I was interviewing with said that there is a lot of need in ultrasound and they just don't have a position posted as a traveler, but she's going to look into that. And it's like this whole thing. And so it's like, oh my God, like they could land a same, an ultrasound position at this facility as well. Um, it's four tens for me, no weekends, no holiday, no call. And on Friday, the IR doctor shuts the lab down at three 30 like no more patients after that. Like that's insane to me. I've never heard of that before with the bill rate being what it was and four tens and no weekends, no holidays, no call. Like, are you kidding? And she was amazing and they have a team of three and they all get along and they just like have a lot of fun at work and they're new to IR. So they want somebody to come in and kind of teach them. I mean, it's just literally perfect. It was gift wrapped for me. And that happened because Kim accidentally hit interested. Right. Which, you know, as like we believe everything happens for a reason, right? Like we wouldn't have even explored that job. It was an absolute accident. But then you getting on the phone was like, wow, this is this is a dream job, right? Because again, going back into the hospital is a lot of work. And so on top of everything else that we're doing. And so you going into like an Emory where it's absolutely exhausting it's non-stop it's just such a different type of beast than something like this that seems very like okay cool yeah like i'm gonna be working but it seems like a great fit and it seems like it's going to be easy for what it is and it just felt right and so you know we always listen to those those feelings and and so it was like we kind of talked about it 
And we're like, okay, but there's not a guarantee for me right now. And so that's the issue we currently always come back to because it's like, okay, but like if you take this, then what if there isn't something that pops up for me? You just never know, but then you say no, and then we wait around for something for Fredericksburg to call you, and they never even did. Exactly. So it's just like, oh, you know, it, it's such a, there's so much to figure out, you know, and, and like you have to go with your gut in so many things with traveling because there's lots of de- quick decisions to make, and you don't always know, like, what if something pops up? And so, well, hence the, you just got, before we got on this podcast, well, I was going to get to that, oh, okay. but. So we so we're like okay we just have to listen to our guts. We found uh, an apartment on Furnish Finder that never we never have luck with Furnish Finder because they either like we were just talking about this in Bali. We were, we were saying it's a fake website because yeah. nobody ever responds nobody gets to back us. To us. No, like we always find places but they never get back. We're like what the heck? And then this time we found a great place on Furnish Finder. The guy who like the landlord guy is amazing. Got right back. We had a conversation. The apartment is right across from the hospital, so Aaron could walk there if he needed to, because again, we have one car, so if something pops up for me, I've got the car, I can go. And it's furnished, utilities, wife, everything is ready to go. It's super cheap, it's super, it was just like, well, this feels easy, right? And so we- Yeah, and he's like, you can move in on the, whenever. Yeah, (laughs) you can leave on the six, and like, it was very like flexible, and it was very easy. And it just felt right. And so we're like, okay, well, like, let's let's make the move. This feels right. You're going to take this contract. And then there's, I'm in for another job there. I haven't heard back quite yet. I'm hoping I still do. But it hasn't happened yet. There's also uh, a strike that's going to be going on in the Pacific Northwest that I'm looking into. But as far as me locking something in that hasn't happened yet but all the other pieces of this have felt right and so we're like okay let's just make this move and we'll go from there yeah it would have been silly to pass up i think in the big picture with the fact that they were willing to take me till the six and then even said oh yeah you can go to bali and we'll talk about bringing you back when you get home Mm -hmm. like wait what yeah like okay like done and then i can work until patagonia like game over like that's amazing so i mean after we talked about it for you know however long we talked about it we're like okay we got to move forward with this and if it's meant to be because it has been very easy from this point on then you will find something around the area and as you see things pop up every single day yeah so our recruiter then just emailed us so our other recruiter who aaron was going to take the emory job with that we decided not to she just and there wasn't anything for me at the time in emory but there's jobs that pop up all the time around atlanta but she just emailed and said that a job a nights which is not ideal for me but a night position opened up at emory for me and i was like are you kidding me but like that wouldn't have worked it wouldn't have i mean we could have made it work but it, it's not ideal and again we just you have to listen to your intuition and for whatever reason atlanta just did not feel right and had that emory job for me already been available maybe we would have made a different decision but it wasn't and so we already did totally and i I think too looking at that of like i was working four tens during the day driving an hour to work and then you're working nights like you would have had to rent a car and drive the same distance work overnight i'm coming home it would have just been chaotic and there's no for that there's no growth in our other stuff Mm -hmm. it just becomes that and i think now we've figured that out because again we're not 25 year old travelers who just want to get a job and and you know work and and do because we could have went to boston boston beth israel had ir and ultrasound like but the thought of leaving here going to Boston, finding housing, working in that environment, like it just seemed super chaotic. So we are a little bit more nitpicky when it comes down to contracts Mm -hmm. because of the lifestyle we live. Yeah. And that lifestyle we live, honestly, is more important to me than just getting a contract for money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Well, and especially because this one feels perfect and exactly what we need for right now and so we'll be in west virginia baby i know it's like west virginia which is funny because we talked a lot about west virginia and our peru group because there was a couple people from there and i feel like it's such a an unassuming state where 
I never think about a West Virginia, but it's in the mountains. It looks beautiful. There's rivers. There's whitewater rafting. So I'm like, and it's freaking cheap. So I feel like, okay, cool. And it's a nine hour drive. So it's super close to us in Florida. And so basically where we stand now is we're heading to West Virginia. We are closing down this house in Florida. We have broken our lease and <laughs> have figured out how we can get out of that, which we have to pay two months to break it but in the long term it makes sense in the and lose our deposit yeah which sucks but the alternative is just to stay here and not take a contract not have that money coming in and keep paying rent here so like that didn't feel right so it was the best option that we had and it feels it feels right and and they were able to work with us to make it happen. So it is what it is. It's not It's not ideal, no. but I think it gets us out of it and it gets us like, we can officially close this chapter. We're gonna pack up this house, put everything back in storage, which again, we just got everything out of storage when we moved here in like February, January, which we've, we've been here for almost a year, which is kind of, kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to put everything... <laughs> we've been here for almost a year, but we've only been in this house for 13 weeks. I know. Because of our schedule. I know. It's like <laughs> absolutely insane. But we're going to put everything back in storage. And then we are going to head up to West Virginia. We already got our place. We know where we're moving in, which is half the battle. As we know, housing is the hardest part. But that's all done. And Aaron will start his contract on the 30th. And I'm still waiting to hear back from a facility in West Virginia. I do feel like something will open up for me because everything else feels right. Even if that's that something opens up when we get back from Bali and you go back and then they need ultrasound then. The strike might work out for me, so I'm not 100% sure. So we're, we're just kind of taking one step in front of the, or putting one foot in front of the other step at a time and, and just keep doing what feels right. And that's it, man. That's... I'm exhausted from this conversation. I am too. I mean, and it's funny because I think the conversation was chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> and it really does fit into, it wasn't as flowy as we normally can be. And I think it's because there's so much chaos and there's so much things that we have to organize. And like, I mean, again, we have to find a storage unit. We're actually thinking about that, not going back to the same one because it was we literally got that 10, 11 years ago and it was like out in the middle of nowhere. And so we want to actually yeah. strategically do that. So there's all these things that we have to figure out within one week. Yeah. Because we're leaving in a week. That's crazy. Oh and we God. have, I mean, I literally just pulled the bins out. I haven't put anything in them. So I like, know. We always do this because, but you know, we usually, when we're leaving a contract, we always wait until, you know, a couple of days before we go because we use everything. And, and so we're pretty good at, we're like, give us a day. We got the place packed. We're ready to go. And so we're kind of having that mentality here, but the reality is we took everything out of storage. So we have a lot more stuff than normally and things that we don't use. So I know that once we, we were supposed to do it all day today and get it done, but like we literally didn't do shit. Mm. So we have to like put a fire under our butts and just get i know once we get into it we'll get this place packed quick but we have so much to do yeah so much to do so that's where we're at we will well on top of on top of launching patagonia which we're about to launch this month like launching peru next month and we have to keep getting you know where we've i think that was a beauty about bali too and and our travis trips is the we didn't really mention this, but we got to go to Bali. We got to see our dream played out with working with people on the ground and seeing how the flow of the trip went. And then Kim and I can come home and reevaluate and be like, you know what? We want to make some changes. This was good. This wasn't. This worked. We got feedback from our group. And so we were able to make an itinerary. And so we changed up the itinerary, which we are doing currently. Yeah. And so there's all those things on top of the fact that we are packing up this house and leaving and yeah hence the reason why we're releasing this podcast on friday yeah no we can release it thursday let's just release it oh, okay yeah um yeah so let's just leave it there i there's so much we could go on and on about and uh we'll kind of just play it all out and we'll update next week hmm. 
but yeah, that's the craziness of being a traveler and pivoting life and making different decisions and figuring it out as you go. And with regards to are. our life, with our life, yeah. yeah. So here we go. All right. All right. We'll keep you guys in the loop. You can follow us at Kim and Aaron G Real Time on Instagram Story. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye.